The New Trading for a Living by Dr. Alexander Elder. One sentence summary. The New Trading for a Living teaches you a calm approach to stock trading by equipping you with the basic tools of chart analysis, risk minimizing rules, and showing you which amateur mistakes to avoid when getting started as a stock trader. My favorite quote from the author is, An astute trader aims to enter the market during quiet times and take profits during wild times. Dr. Alexander Elder Dr. Alexander Elder published this trading classic in 1993. In 2014, it was updated and expanded to help new traders turn pro even faster. Dr. Elder has been teaching traders for decades, his own experience coming from his medical degree. That's right. After being born in Russia, Elder moved to Estonia and started medical school at age 16. By 23, he was working as a ship's doctor, one of which he jumped whilst in Africa, seeking political asylum in the US, which was granted. Working as a psychiatrist in New York City and eventually teaching at Columbia University allowed him to base his trading strategy not so much on tactics, but more on human psychology. As a result, this book has become an international bestseller, and its blinks hold some great practical trading tips. Here are my top three. One. Don't let your commissions eat up your profits. 2. Leave your emotions at home. 3. Minimize your risk with two simple rules. Want to trade for a living? Here are your starting steps. The new trading for a living lesson 1. Don't let your commissions eat up your profits. This answers the question, what is one of the key amateur mistakes traders make when they begin stock trading with a small budget? Like anything, becoming a good trader won't happen overnight. But while you can't skip getting all the experience necessary to make a decent living at it, what you can skip are a few rookie mistakes. Commissions, for example. No matter which broker you sign up with, they'll take a commission for every single trade you make. These aren't cheap, so $10 per trade is a very common fee to pay. But if you're just starting out, you probably don't have too much money to invest. So if you trade a lot, the commissions will eat up your entire profits. Imagine you're investing $10,000 over the course of a year, doing 4 trades a week, which is not a lot. At $10 per trade, you pay 40 bucks each week, just in commissions. If you keep this up 50 weeks of the year, you will pay $2,000 in commissions. That's 20% of your entire trading capital. That's why it's important to pick a broker with very low fees in the beginning and keep your trading to a minimum. I signed up with Digiro, a Dutch online broker who has very low fees, less than $1 per trade on most trades, and only make 2-3 to three trades per month. The new trading for a living lesson 2. Leave your emotions at home. This answers the question, what is one of the most common psychological mistakes beginning traders make? Another rookie mistake is trading emotionally. Just like in a good poker game, emotions have no place in trading. You can't feel personally attached to any one stock and shouldn't just buy a company's stock because you like their product. When you bring emotions into trading, you'll start to gamble. When you feel incapable of resisting the urge to trade, or like that one stock is gonna take off, and let your trades influence your emotions, that's when you know you're trading like a gambler. Which is a great movie, by the way. But trading is just a way to make money. And just like you don't emotionally obsess over your paycheck, rent, debit card or phone bill, you can't do it with trading either. 
Once you let your emotions control how you trade, you can literally watch your capital go down to zero in an instant. So leave your emotions at home and trade with a mind as cool as the coins you wanted to put inside your pocket. The new trading for a living lesson 3. Minimize your risk with two simple rules. This answers the question, how can I limit my potential losses very strategically with two simple rules in trading. Elder has two wonderful rules to help you avoid gambling and minimize your risks and losses. They're called the 2% rule and the 6% rule. The 2% rule says you can't risk more than 2% of your entire trading capital on a single trade. For example, if you have $100,000 total to invest, buy a stock for $50 and set a stop loss at $48, meaning the stock is automatically sold if it falls to $48, you can buy 1,000 shares. Your maximum loss is $2 per share, so $2,000, equaling 2% of your entire capital. However, if you don't set a stop loss, you could only buy 40 shares. Because 40 times $50 times 2000 and without a stop loss, you can, in theory, lose it all. The 6% rule complements the 2% rule by stating that if your total losses and open risks in any given month exceed 6% of your total capital, you can't make any new trades. Let's assume this month you've taken that $2000 loss described above already and have another 4 trades open with a potential loss of $1000 each. That comes out to $6,000 and means you shouldn't make any new trades until the month is up to make sure you don't lose more than 6% of your total capital if the 4 other trades go sour as well. Pretty simple, right? Imposing such arbitrary limits on yourself will make you feel safe and free from worry because you know you're taking minimal risks. My personal takeaways from the new trading for a living for 2017. Okay, this book is awesome. I think a lot of the other investing books I've uh, read and summarized so far, they go, I think, I feel like they start at a more advanced level. This is really beginner, beginner stuff. Like this, this cool, it's a cool sort of FAQ for what stupid mistakes you can avoid. So for example, let's go through the lessons again and I will share some uh, additional like how I'm using them um, and lessons I've learned about them and so on. Okay, so first first lesson, don't let your commissions eat up your profits. Yes, this was a problem for me. When I had my first portfolio, which I only put 400 euros in, by the way, and lost one quarter of it and uh, got out at like 300 after a couple of years, is horrible. Um that first portfolio I had with a broker my dad recommended and it was just a common uh, Commerzbank it's a big bank in Germany um, and they have a good reputation and everything that's all fine but the trades were so expensive I paid like 10 20 bucks on a single trade and I only made like three trades because with 400 bucks like how many stocks am I gonna buy right um, so that was really bad like I lost money so imagine if you are no, I want to get into details about the the money part later. Um, so sticking with this, low fees, really important. Um, I can recommend Degiro. It's D-E-G-I-R-O dot N-L. It's a Dutch broker. Um, they have German and English language versions, I'm pretty sure of. Um, the thing is with them, when I first signed up with them, I was a bit skeptical because they were super new. 
luckily they won a ton of awards they're growing they're added new features they're awesome uh, i think your portfolio is secure up to twenty thousand bucks technically more but i checked the nitty-gritty details and twenty thousand is guaranteed so in case the whole thing like the whole company shuts down so up to twenty thousand is guaranteed so i wouldn't put in more than twenty thousand and then let it run but if you have uh shares options like Turbo certificates are one euro per trade. Futures are one euro per contract. Uh, options are 85 cents. And normal shares are two euros plus 0.02% in commissions. And that's really cheap because most of the bigger banks, they have like $5 plus X percent or something like that. So I can really recommend them. I'm really happy with them. Again, I would limit my uh, total portfolio value there and then just let it ride. But still, I recommend them, especially for beginners. They're good. They're up to 80% cheaper than most of the common ones you probably know or the big banks. So I can recommend those, right? Um, the reason I like this, I, I said I like this book is, for example, that this commission part we hadn't talked about before at all. What we often talk about and what I often share in other lessons too is when you invest in funds that you shouldn't invest in funds that have a lot of fees. But the fees for the fund are different fees than the commissions per trade you make. So the fees for funds are those that the fund manager gets. And on actively managed funds, it's usually 5 to 10% depending on the fund. But these people usually manage crap because they just do a lot of stuff to do a lot of stuff, but nothing of value. And so index funds prevent that. They have much lower fees, which are like 1%, 2%, because the fund is passively managed. Now, see, that's different, right? That's a different lesson than the commissions. So that's why I think this one is important too. Um, second lesson, leave your emotions at home. I mean, that's like, that's like any rational money thing 101 right but it's really important because there's a good book called what i learned losing a million dollars um which was about a guy who also stock traded i think in the 70s um and traded on soybeans or stuff like that and he got so emotionally invested in the trade like it's gonna take off it's gonna take off or it's gonna come back it's gonna come back so he watched all his money go down the toilet and it's a really cool book because it sort of shares the same lesson as here but man like when you're already it's the same in poker like when you're playing to like get revenge on someone else or something forget it you're gonna lose you you can't it doesn't work you have to be 100% rational 100% rational this is a numbers game you need data stats rules facts forget all your emotions you can't want your favorite stock to go up because you love apple or you love bmw or you love x and y and you want this to happen forget all of that crap it doesn't work if you can't do that if you can't separate your feelings if you can't treat your money like it's gone the way the minute you invest it if you think you can rely on that money to grow a certain amount in a certain period of time forget it forget it forget it don't even start trading um, because you're just going to lose and lastly minimizing your risk with two simple rules Man, I love these rules. I think I've implemented uh, I implemented the 2% rule. So uh, because I'm getting new stock recommendations once a month from James Altucher on a service called the Top 1% Portfolio, um, he usually suggests we should invest 2 to 3% of our portfolio anyway. So that's good. So this sort of uh, thingy is, is built in. We don't do stop losses because he sort of 
manually suggests what to do with what stock at what time. But uh, given that I only make one trade a month, right, at 2% of my portfolio, like that turns out fine. 6% rule, I haven't done that one yet. Some months I add extra money in my portfolio when I have more left over. And I honestly have to admit I haven't put an upside risk loss so far. Um because I haven't put that much capital into it, right? I still have to max out my Degiro account. It's not at 20,000 euros yet. So keeping these two things in mind, uh, especially the commission part, when you start, I want to say something about starting small. Because when you're investing 10,000 bucks, I think the whole um, $10 per trade, for example, is good. Because if you invest 2%, if you invest $200 per stock, which would be 2%, um, then it's okay to sort of pay 10 bucks. I mean, that's still 5% of profit you have to make on each stock to get that back. Um, but it's a lot better. It's a lot better than when you start with a thousand. When you start with a thousand, you can't invest 20 bucks in each stock because at $10 per trade or even $5 or $2 per trade, that's 10 to 50% of your capital per stock. So that doesn't work. Your commissions will ruin you no matter what you do. So if you, I would recommend if you have $1,000, you have two good ways to go. The first good way to go would be to invest everything. And I mean everything into one index stock, in index fund, sorry, choose Vanguard, I would say total stock market worldwide, put everything into that one and let it sit for like a year or six months or something like that. You should see returns somewhere between five and 10%. Um, that's the safest way. Again, these index funds are passively managed. You can't do much wrong there. So that's one way. And grow your money and, and save some more until you have like 10,000 bucks because otherwise you're just not going to get anywhere if you split it among too many. The other thing you can do is split it, uh, if you have 1,000 bucks, split it into like five stocks or four uh, and invest 200 or 250 into each one. And then you will only pay commissions three or four or five times, which is sort of okay. And then, uh, yes, you will hurt, you will uh, violate the 2% rule in that case. But if you start small, you have to do it a bit differently because you can't lose all your money on commissions. All right, enough rambling from me. Again, good book, good FAQ for beginners. Check it out. The New Trading for a Living by Dr. Alexander Elder. Hope you enjoyed the summary and I will see you on the next one.